Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. This here, Morty, is the Geeks Out Planet in the Joy Dimension. Gee, Rick, I don't know. That sounds pretty gay. Yeah, everything is gay here. Ridiculously, ridiculously gay. Oh my god, Rick, what's that? Oh yeah, and there are those things. You're on Geeks Out, Joy, whatever. Wubble up, dub, dub! Everything is gay here, Clayton. Everything is... Oh, no, that's something different. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, everything's gay. <laughs> Everything is gay here. Folks, you are back on Geeks Out. Right now, Clayton and I are going to be talking about The Twin, currently on Shudder, starring Teresa Palmer, Stephen Cree, Tristan Ruggery, and Barbara Martin, directed by Tanelli Mustanen. Uh, we got a quick trailer for you right now. This is The Twin. Elliot? feeling about this, Rach. Why won't there? Why do we make there in the ground? We didn't leave him. He is always with us. Okay, hey. I crashed all the Who are you talking to? of your emotions and fears. Your son has made a wish, and it has been granted. It's not his dead brother that comes to him at night. You're the best mother I can get out. I just don't know what's real anymore. That was The Twin, currently streaming now on Shudder. In case you didn't quite pick up the plot there, a family moves to the Finnish countryside after the loss of a child. And as they settle in, strange events begin to manifest. I didn't know how to write this one up. It's one of those films like, how do you define this film? How do you define that film? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's lovely and strange like that. Mm-hmm. Clayton, you know, I really want to get your feelings first, you know, because you've you had a chance to talk to the director before seeing this film. No, I will. As you must always do. You must always watch the film before you speak to the director. Oh, oh my. You'll oh get my. in trouble yes. if you don't do that. Oh, my. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I did tell, speak to Tanali Muslinen and you'll be listening to that in a very short period. Um, but yeah, I look, I quite enjoyed this film. I, I thought it was beautiful. This sort of stunning scenery throughout the whole thing. Um, but that's very true of anything in that Scandinavian world. You get, mm. um, you get that beauty that weeded in. And even I think we're doing The Innocents later. I haven't actually seen that one, but I get from the trailer that it probably has a bit more of that scenic countryside. Happening. Oh, absolutely. And just some beautiful just uh, color that's mm. captured on film. 
And that's what um, some issues can be with a lot of Nordic or Scandinavian films is that you can get a little bit lost in the countryside. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, I really love Teresa Palmer. She is from A Discovery of Witches, which is a great um, book and then series if you haven't seen that. Um, and I thought she was fantastic in this in that she captured grief so well, mm. particularly at the beginning. I just... Um, and I discussed this with uh, Tanelli later, but um, it's just the fact that she was able to engage with this world in with showing such grief in her face, which mm. I think is just, without words. It's n- the beginning of this film doesn't have a lot of words, but you still absolutely are, are just lost with her. Mm. And, um, it's, I thought the cast in general was quite good, but I thought she was definitely a standout. I do think that the entire delivery of this film was very earnest and, you know, it had some solid performances and some beautiful scenes. Uh, you know, that, that was a, that was definitely a highlight for me. I do feel though, as much as I want to like this, cause you know, I love, you know, like Shudder and, you know, their enthusiasm and everyone behind it. I do feel though that this is a film I've seen before. Or maybe it's a few different films I've seen before. This this uh, called back to me a lot of Midsummer, mm-hmm. as well as another another film that I won't say because that's going to uh, potentially spoil the endings for folks. That's fair. Um, you know, it's a, it's a Shutter production, so even though they bring their heart into it, sometimes it can run the risk of maybe being a bit schlocky. Mm-hmm. But it, I think this is too earnest to be schlock, but it doesn't take itself so seriously that it ever becomes pretentious. I do think, though, you know, it is, you know, it's, it's a decent film to watch. And, you know, I still, you know, managed to get something out of it. You know, I really want to get more of your thoughts, Clayton. I think that this is the type of film that people who love that slow burn and um, will really get into because it has a really strong opening um, and mm. then it kind of flounders a bit in the middle. Um, it does get quite slow in the middle and kind of puffs stuff out a little bit further than it needs to be puffed out. Mm. But then I enjoyed the ending. Um, and I haven't seen the film that you don't want to mention. <laughs> so that was probably better for me. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, um, that, that definitely helps. So, you know, again, uh, watch the film and guess which one I'm referring to, folks. Let's play Guess the Miranda's film. Yeah, uh, but, you know, there were a lot of red herrings throughout mm-hmm. and maybe you won't see the ending coming. I'm not sure. I didn't actually see it coming per se, but... Uh, I don't know if I was too surprised at the end. You do feel very much for the protagonist in this story and how much she's being gaslit and how much she wants these things to be true. And, you know, I I really I was really drawn into her descent into madness Mm -hmm. very much. And just your heart bleeds for this poor woman all the way throughout. It does. Um, and you're, you're right in that it reminded me of a few other films as well. And it went in directions that I was, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a remake a version of this. But it wasn't. And then, oh, actually, there's a bit of this happening now. And it wasn't. So, mm-hmm. whilst it does borrow a lot from other films, it never lets you settle into one particular film. So, mm-hmm. you, you don't ever know that this film is this film or there's it's, 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 it's an homage and, but it's also, you know, um, it's hard to create an original story in this day and age as well. So. I, I think as well, you know, it draws very well on the idea of um, how much hysteria can feed into delusion as well. 
uh, you know, again, she's losing her sense of sanity throughout this film, as you do when you're touched by the supernatural. Absolutely. And you don't know if you can trust your senses around you. And that line, um, um, your son has made a wish and it has been granted. I love that. That's such a great line. <laughs> that, that was absolutely wild. I do love the, the folklore in this as well. Mm-hmm. I love the, um, the Nordic wedding swing as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a great tradition. For folks who are not familiar, this is something I found out, you know, uh, in the film. But in Norway, or f- is this Norway or Finland? Finland. Okay. Or in Finland. So, Scandinavian weddings. Scan- some Scandinavian wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry for any Nordic and Finnish folks out there who don't who, who feel maybe upset that I'm interchanging you. <laughs> but in, in a Scandinavian wedding, you have this giant wooden swing and you have one partner on one side and the other partner on the other side and you swing this giant swing back and forth and it looks super fun. It does. It, it definitely and looks like, you know, if you all f- both fall off together, then you both got to be forever, together forever in another way. Uh, I, I don't see it as something that here in the 21st century would really get past the, the workplace health and safety officer. Probably not, no. But it, it is beautiful. And it was a really interesting scene in the film, too. Yeah, I had a, you know, I had a lot of fun with that at the very least. Um I really wish I'd asked the director now if um, he has experienced the swing himself. What what did, you know, like in your conversation with mm. the, the director, what was he looking to bring to this film, do you think? And uh, do you think he effectively conveyed that? I think he did effectively convey that. It's, it's interesting, and I, I discussed this in the interview, that he, he makes both comedy and horror, which is, is a really interesting juxtaposition because he doesn't make them together like there's, there's no comedy in this like no. well smattering at best but i wouldn't even say any i can't even think of anything that made me laugh yeah I, I can't even think of a um a line where maybe they even joked with one another or even you know just a moment of levity this was pretty heavy throughout. it's heavy yeah um so he yeah he makes comedy and horror um and so discussing and this is his first english language film as well um and interestingly three of the cast members are all alum from a discovery of witches okay so there was just like all these little threads throughout that that i could follow through the interview so um it's just a very interesting interview um he had a lot to say um i think he um yeah, just he, he was very passionate about this film, I think. So, and so was Teresa Palmer when she read the script. Apparently, so. wow, how about that? Yeah. It does kind of fit in the tone of you know it has that very serious tone that we've seen from a lot of headlining Shutter productions. You know, I'm thinking uh, the last thing Mary saw, mm-hmm. Slapface, even The Cellar, uh, the queer film Spiral, also on Shutter. Yeah, there mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't seen that one yet. Oh, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Shutter. I'm so sorry. I love you, really. <laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah, look, and you, you compared it to Midsummer, which is, you know, it has that slow motion and that little bit of the, the creepy uh, locals as well. Mm, as, like as a little Midsummer. bit of a cult vibe going on. But if I had to choose to rewatch a film, um, I would rewatch this one. I really? did not like Midsummer. Oh. So I've only seen bits of Midsummer, okay. so you know, and I think maybe it was an unfair comparison. It was just sort of surface level Scandinavian sort of comparison. Yeah, no, I think th- I can see your connections actually, so that's all fine. Mm. Have you watched much of this Nordic or Scandinavian horror sort of stuff? I think I think the only other thing I've really seen is uh, Let the Right One In. 
oh my god, it was such a beautiful film. It was a beautiful film. Yeah. So this is a it's a really common um, style of film to feature at film festivals. Okay. Um, so I have seen quite a few of them, and it's also they come up a lot at the queer film festival as well. So I've seen a few queer Scandinavian slash Nordic slash Norwegian noir um, sort of films coming up there, and and with queer themes running through them as well. So how would you say that uh, Scandinavian or traditional Scandinavian filmmaking mm-hmm. differs from what we might know in the wider world? Like, what's its unique flavour? I think the unique flavor is that it is much less dialogue based. Mm. So it's much more about um, people's expressions and emotions and features and and then using the landscape as being a character within the film itself. Mm. So that character is kind of flooding through, um, making itself felt. So Mm. a lot of Scandinavian, um, I'm just using that as a blanket term for this (laughs) film. I'm just going with that. Okay. Um, They... It seems to be like a house in the countryside, but nothing else around. I've not been to Scandinavia, so I don't know. I am Scandinavian um, by blood, <laughs> but um, I've actually never been to Scandinavia. So um, I don't know if that's how it just all is, but it seems to me there is like 10 kilometers between every house in Scandinavia. Mm. So One thing I do want to say I love about this film compared to every other horror film I've ever seen is you have a family moving into this ridiculously giant house. Mm-hmm. And there's no child complaining about having to move. Well, there, that's true. There is a child there, but not a child complaining about, Ugh, why do I have to come to this house with such a ridiculously big bedroom that's the size of someone else's kitchen and living room together? Yeah. Like, where am I? You know, I want to bring all my toys with me. You can only bring, like, <laughs> yeah, where are all my friends? Yeah. Mom. You're the worst mum ever. Yeah. Yeah. No, none of that in this film. Um, the house is absolutely beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. I think I fell in love with the spiral staircase. I could go on about the architecture, <laughs> but I really, really won't. Clayton, who would you recommend this for? Uh, the, the lovers of the slow burn and also the lovers of just horror that is a little bit left of center. Now, we will uh, be back with Clayton's interview with the director, Tanelli Mustanen, in just a minute. If you're interested in checking out The Twin, it is currently streaming on Shudder, your horror streaming service. Meanwhile, in the Geeks Out studio, a new superhero trailer has dropped. Blogosphere is all over it. We need to get a review out, and fast. This looks like a job for Geeks Out. Geeks Out! Geeks Out on Joy 94.9. Welcome back, folks. Miranda Sparks here, about to bring you... I'm talking to director Tanelli Mustanen, who has just made a new film for Shudder, The Twin. Thanks for joining us on Geeks Out. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I will confess that this is the first of my films, that, uh, first of your films that I've seen, um, but it seems to be the most English-based of your movies. Um, how did you sort of make that transition? Oh, uh, yeah, this is definitely my first English-language film. I've, I've, uh, and uh, basically what happened, I, I did a, I've done comedies, I've done um, uh, horror films, and my previous horror film uh, sort of like let me under this one. Uh, so basically that's long story short. So this is my first attempt to, you know, break into the English, English language speaking market, you would say. So, yeah. So um, uh, to my background, it's, uh, it's such that my, um, I, I formed a company with my film school buddy and, and we write together and, and we've done family films, comedies. We both write, he produces and I direct and I did the film in like five years ago called Lake Odom that went really well also abroad. So 
so here we are. <laughs> Looking at your catalogue, you do seem to make both comedy and horror, which is, you know, a bit of a contrast. Uh, what is different about making each? Oh, wow. Uh, it's funny. Usually people ask me about what are the similarities, but what differentiates? Uh, yeah, I, I, for me, it's all about the stories. Mm. It's, uh, if something, you know, excites me. My background is such that my parents used to have cinemas when I was a kid. They took over this small cinema and everything started from, from there. So that was my, basically my first film school. And, and so um, I guess it's, for me, it's, it's all about this wonderful movie going experience that you, you know, you go into the, the, the whole ritual that you go into this like dark room with people you don't know, but you experience something together. So that's definitely something that I got hooked on quite a young age from, you know, watching everything from projection room and, 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 and seeing people laughing together or, or, or screaming together. So yeah. What are the similarities? There's a, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of things when it comes to filmmaking. So for me, it's one of the, the sort of like thing that uh, uh, combines them do is, is that you really work on surprises, expectations, and you have to turn them. Uh, 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 and and that you know that reaction what you get from the audience is the is the key in both cases. Either you want to make them uh, laugh or you want to get them scared or jump on their seats. You need to you know work on surprises, I guess. Um, so the the twin is fantastic. How did the story and the the idea come about for that? Oh, so that's a funny story, actually. We, <laughs> me and Alexi, my co-producer and co-writer and, 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 and the person who I run my production company with, we, we got this call like to, with my previous horror film. They asked like uh, from South Korea, like, would you like to join this wonderful festival? And they said that there's this film market place where you pitch your next horror idea. And we both went like, they asked like, do we have another idea? We were like, oh, you get to do another one? And so, of course, the things we are, we were like, oh, my God, we have nothing. And we literally went through all of our, like, ideas, uh, uh, even on the way on, uh, on a plane. And, and when we arrived there, uh, we had sort of like a few sentences uh, uh, for, for idea for a twin, uh, the movie. And then suddenly we noticed that it's a huge, huge film market. They said that it's like the biggest Asian genre film market where they sell these ideas to wonderful financiers and whatnot. And then we were basically there for days and days and and and, and pitching these like few lines that we had, basically basically the concept for the twin. And 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 whenever they said like, oh, you mean it's like this? Then was if, if it was a good if it was a good idea, we were like, oh yeah, that's the way we want to do it. And and so it came to be literally it came to be a story. Uh, uh, so like the basis, the setup happened in that festival. And it, it was it was the craziest thing. We ended up winning the whole thing as a best project. So, uh, but then we were screwed because we had to actually start writing the script and we had to know how to do it. So that's a whole another story. But on a, on a, a, on an idea level, I think the, the, the whole idea for the, the twin, it started because we're both parents with me and Alex's fathers. We both have kids and... It, it's basically we started just talking about like what is our worst fears and of course as a parent uh, it would it's definitely that something would happen to your child and we we sort of like went back to our favorite horror films from the the 70s like don't look nows and 
and, and earlier this changeling and omens and exorcists. And, and we sort of noticed that the, in many of those films, uh, they, they, they sort of like use grief as, as a setup, like, like nowadays in many horror films, it's used as a setup, but, uh, uh, but they, they, then they moved on the other, other things like the haunted house and whatnot. But in the 70s, we noticed that they were really much, much about character study and they really made those films about that grief. And so we started, you know, work on that and, and that, it, that became the twin. <laughs> Well, the twin is definitely a character study and it definitely has some all too real depictions of grief, um, often without even saying a word. What was it like filming those scenes of grief? Oh, uh, wow. That, uh, of course, this, the story matter is, is, is harsh uh, uh, for sure. But uh, of course, we had wonderful Teresa Palmer, you know, on the lead and, 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 and she was such an important, massive part of the whole thing. So for me, it was the easiest task ever because, of course, we didn't want to make the saddest story ever told. We we make we know that we're making a horror film, but so we just wanted to you know, you know, take the audience to you could say like a rabbit hole as she's going through. We 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 know and 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 basically, she's dealing with a lot of the things that you know, uh, the grief and 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 so. And, and the way she, she's sort of like is as a mother after this like horrible accident, but you know, but and 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 what basically we're asking the question for her and the audience is like like what what can grief cause to you? You know, this kind of ultimate grief, and and so we wanted to do a, also on the same time a really exciting horror film where we take the audience to the limits, and and hopefully we succeeded with that. Yeah, Teresa Palmer, who people know from A Discovery of Witches, is an amazing actress. Um, how did she get involved in the production? Oh, that, that was wonderful. Like, like we, we finished the script and, and I went to work on another film. And, 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 and then, you know, the, the script started circulating back in L.A. With, through our agents. And, and, and one day we got this call. And it's the, it's the call that every aspiring filmmaker wants to have, like, the, her agent called us and said, "Like Teresa wants to, you know, talk to you guys." And at first, we were thought, thinking, of course, that it's basically a, just the the first get to know call, and maybe she, she's thinking just to read the script. But as soon as we answered, she was wonderful. She was just like, "I've been reading the script for twice now, and I've been talking to my husband all through the night, and I love the story, and I want to do it." And we were like, "Oh my god!" And, and then she was already saying, "Like, like, 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 I'm gonna have this free slot." Uh, uh, you know, next spring, and can you guys, you know, make make the movie happen? And we were like, of course. <laughs> and then, so, so of course, it, it was just wonderful. We, we, she's just an amazing actor, and 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 you know, we have such a huge inspiration and admiration from you know her previous works. And of course, this, as soon as she's, you know, it was wonderful. The first day, the first take, when I said action, I was already in, you know, watching the movie. From my monitor, I only need the popcorn, and, and and it was a wonderful collaboration with her. And did she call up her Discovery of Witches friends to get them to come and help out? Because you have other Discovery of Witches cast members too. Yeah, that, that was the that was the funniest. Like, like of course, like uh, we had this wonderful casting director, for, uh, Kate Ringsell from UK, and 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 she also you know read the script and said that she wants to do it, and and she found us. Uh, uh, 
Barbara Martin and, and, and Tristan and of course Stephen Cree. And, and then we learned like, oh, they have this history with, with Discovery of Witches. So it was a nice collaboration in that sense as well. So, uh, and because of the movie, it's basically like, it's, it's a lot to do about, there's only few characters. It's a lot about the dynamics between them. And, and, and so it was, it was like, we were like a nice, nice little family <laughs> throughout you know the whole production and and it, yeah it, it was definitely something that you know i'm i'm really happy as a director that you know that steven and Teresa knew each other and the way they worked you know before you know we start to shoot uh the scenery is both sort of beautiful and dark how much time went into the exterior atmosphere of the film Oh uh, well, that was uh, that. We have to go back once again to the to the other because I was actually shooting a film there, uh, and it was a comedy in, in the area of Estonia. We shot in Estonia, an area that is is uh, uh, called Viljandi, and it's it's just like amazing. You have this amazing nature and this like really interesting architecture and and, and surroundings, and you had this this feeling. I, I I talked to Alexi, my producer, and I was saying like. Isn't it weird? Like we feel like we're walking in the set of uh, of the twin, the movie we just wrote, and and he was like, "You're totally right." So basically, we already started location scouting uh, uh, for the twin as well. So of course, in, in in any decent horror film, you the 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 surroundings and the world is a character of its own, and it needs to. It's sort of like so that we worked really hard on it just to nail it, and and. And I, I hope we succeeded. <laughs> I was certainly convinced that we were in Finland, so that worked out really well. <laughs> so, um, Thanks. No problem. Um, young Rupert uh, Ruggeri uh, does a marvellous, unsettling job of playing the titular character. How was it different directing uh, him to the grown actors? Oh, luckily I, I had started my first film was a family film where, where I worked with, like, I guess there was like eight kids you know, it was a, it was a, there was a punch like a, and, and I sort of like, I sort of like knew what I was getting into, but of course, in this case, taking uh, the, the story matter, it's, it, it was, it was so, it was for me, I, I just wanted, it was so awesome that we had a, a, a actor, you know, uh, like Tristan uh, for the part. And it, it's one of those things, like once they, I got this tape, like through Kate Ringsell, and, and this kind of self-tape. And it literally, just like with Teresa, uh, the first few minutes in, I was like, that's our boy. And, and it was marvelous. And, and, and he's so gifted. And, and he had been working in so many different you know, movies. And coming from Finland, we're a small country. The, the pool for uh, uh, child actors is not that you know, you know, big. So... So it was wonderful. Like, like he was on a whole nother level, and and of course we made sure that you know that you know because of the you know heavy subject matter that you just want to make sure that everything is you know you know cool. And he has you know, but he was on the level all the time, and he had her, her, his parents with him, and and he was so awesome throughout the production production. So yeah, and well, of course we had like buddy doubles and whatnot, and you know, here's part, but you know, he was wonderful. I love Tristan. Yeah, and sorry, I did get his name wrong, Tristan. My mistake. I apologize. Yes, no problem. <laughs> um, so, what is next for you? Oh, next for me is is, is that I'm I'm pretty much leaving to the US premiere uh, uh, in tomorrow, and and then uh, then zealously 
working on next projects. Like we've been writing, uh, we have, uh, well, like I said, me and, me and Alex, we, we write together and we run our company together. And, uh, and, and basically we're working on several projects at the moment and, and we'll see what happens. Maybe it's comedy this time. I don't know. Maybe it's horror, but it's, it's very interesting time and exciting times for me as a director. So yeah, we'll see. Well, I hope it all goes well. Um, thank you so much for joining us on Gigs Out. It's been a fantastic interview. And thanks for the fantastic oh, film. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks so much. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.